Good morning, guys. Thanks for joining the Soul Beauty Podcast. My name is Fatima, as usual. And today, I'm here with a very special guest named OJ, my boyfriend. Um, So welcome, OJ, to the podcast. Hello, cyber world. (laughs) Um, This is obviously our first time doing the podcast together. Um, But you guys will obviously be seeing him soon. But um, we decided to do this together because we were having a conversation which led into a really in-depth conversation where we both kind of got to the point where we realized that this would help a lot of people and kind of had the thought of like, oh, wow, we should have recorded this. (laughs) So thanks to technology, we decided that we would do that. So um, today's message is uh, centered around what it means to be a Christian. So we were, like I said, just having a conversation about this candid conversation and We talked about some really interesting points, especially regarding like misconceptions of being a Christian. And I wanted to um, share and get OJ's perspective on this topic as well. So I want to get started by asking you, um, actually, instead of me doing it, do you feel comfortable giving a little introduction about, I guess, yourself and your walk as a Christian? Yes. That's cool. (laughs) All right, so um, me and, you know, my relationship with God, it was definitely a foundation thing. I'll I'll start with that. And I know that may come off as a little different, but me having a foundation and knowing about Christ at an earlier age does not separate or, you know, um, advance me in any way of, being uh, greater or, you know, more superior to anybody that is just learning about Christ or, you know, just becoming familiar with the relationship or whatever it is, mm-hmm. because God really looks at us all the same way. So um, please don't look at me as a connoisseur. So I have, just, a, I have a question just to make it clear to everyone. When you say a foundation, you mean mm-hmm. like growing up in a church, like you kind of known that since you were a child? Yeah. Okay. And um, I've always had uh, faith and uh, a clear realization that God has always existed. I've never struggled with that. But as far as the practice and what it takes to grow in a relationship with God, it's it's always a, a learning process. Mm-hmm. There's always something to learn. Like, you could never stop learning, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. When you were, like, growing up in church and... Um, because I kind of grew up in church too, but I it wasn't something that stuck with me. It was kind of just like I was going because I was forced to go. It was just like what we did on Sundays, especially when I was like living in the South with my grandmother. That yeah. was just what we did. So I'm curious to know, like, what was your experience like as a child, you know, growing up in church, wanting to be there versus like being forced to be there? Like, do you feel like you were involved more? Do you feel like you had a connection with God more? Because although I knew... A little bit here and there about what it meant. I didn't actually form a relationship with God until I probably say like maybe like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't really like really, really taken off until like this year, honestly. So how do you feel like your relationship was affected by wanting to actually be in church versus just being forced? Well, there there was a not a lot of phases, but there was a phase, um, like first when you're young, you kind of have no say so. 
but I was always kind of like a, I guess you can say good energy kid. So I never really like back talk my mother or anything like that. It was like, all right, cool. We going to church. And honestly, for me, there, there was a lot of love and atmosphere. And I was like, you know, drumming or behind the camera or something. So it was always something to keep me, you know, like further in tune with like the atmosphere and not just like, all right, let me sit here and listen to the word. But, you know, like for a long time, I was like, you know, fine and like, you know, excited to go to church. But as I got older and I started to build more of a, you know, mind for myself, there was a phase where I just felt like it was forced. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, like, do I want to do this for myself? Or it could have been the fact that I felt like I was being forced and I had no control over it that made me want to resent church. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like resenting church itself. And as I got older, I realized this is something I need. Like, you know, I went through my phase of, you know, like, oh, this, this, uh, you know, this is annoying coming here. And um, just all these type of um, negative energies or perspectives on church. And it was the church and not necessarily God himself. Mm -hmm. It was just needing to go there to feel like I had to, you know, like grow or do something. And we'll get on that topic later. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was just a lot really finding out what I wanted to, how I wanted to believe in God and mm -hmm. how I wanted to practice um, believing in him and, and what it is that, you know, he feels that that we can grow in. Okay, so this is like turning into an interview. I didn't realize we were going to take this route, but I think it's <laughs> I good it. though. I think if anything, we can split it into two parts. Yeah, because I feel but, like it's going to branch off. Yeah, I think like... this is a good starting point though to just like learn about you. Yeah. But, um, so you mentioned that like at a certain point you knew that you needed it, like you needed to build a relationship with God. What was that point for you? Mm, that's a good question. Like for me, I, I didn't realize this initially, but looking back at it, um, and a lot of the ladies listening or guys now, um, you may remember I posted a video where I talked about like my testimony. And it was like, when you're going through things, sometimes you don't realize that that's your testimony. You know, you don't realize that this moment is shaping you into who you're going to be a few years from now. But for me, it was like, you know, quitting my full time job and then ending up basically sleeping on couches for like a two-year period you know right. and like working jobs barely making any money like that was the moment for me where it was like okay I need God for real like I can't just go to church sometimes and and you know look at a few scriptures here or there like I really need to make this a priority that was the moment for me yeah. so was there any kind of like moments or any like defining stories in your life that kind of made you take a step back and say, like, I really need to have this relationship? Yes, uh, it really was. And it's, it's the most simple story, but it's very mere. But being a creative a lot made me realize how much I needed God because I knew that's, like, that's me. Like, that's what I want to do. That's that's just life for me, uh, you know, being a, a person of of just always, like, my mind, just being in the creative space I went through a big phase of like, you know, just taking a lot of pride in myself. Like when I created things, I, you know, I forget that, you know, like, and it sounds crazy, but I would forget that, you know, this gift was given to me by God. And, and when you forget that, you, it changes. For me, it, it changed the way I created it. It changed how I created and what I felt when I created, mm -hmm. which changes the whole process. But as I realized that this isn't just something that, you know, like I, I just magically discovered myself. This is a gift from God. It just further 
boosts your relationship with God and that creativity because it gives you just a, a extra just umph of confidence because you know God has you. Mm. And, you know, whatever it is that you create or whatever it is that I made, you know, it, it wasn't for the people sometimes. It was just for me and just sometimes out of the joy that I you know, just out of the joy that I could do it mm-hmm. and that I had the gift. And, you know, I wouldn't even release work or anything because I was just so happy that I had the gift and I just wanted to make it. And it was, you know, I was just grateful. Like, to, to make the art, it was a long phase of just being grateful and not caring about people seeing it. And it me being a creative, it helped me grow in my relationship with God. And coming as coming as I was, that was the biggest step that I could do for a long time. I wouldn't come to you know, church as I was, like, as the OJ that I saw myself being, it was like, you know, let me come dress like the church wants, like, wants to see me. Let me, let me come, you know, with mannerisms that people would, you know, would like, and, you know, that that would help them, like, you know, brighten their day or something like that. But, you know, times change, then anybody that knows OJ, he'll, he'll come to church (laughs) and, yeah, (laughs) you know, just, and, you know, crazy things almost looking like, as they say, um, like, oh, do you have pajamas on? If you, you know, the church I go to, you know, I, I wore something one day that the church just had a kick out of, and <laughs> they just wore those pajamas up and down. And I'm like, it's not pajamas. Oh my god. And but but they respected it. And once I I got that breakthrough of coming as I am, and God means it. Like, if you really just whoever you are, whatever you do whatever your profession is, whatever your profession is. And I'm from an urban community, so the professions stretch a long way where I'm from. Patterson. Patterson, New Jersey. <laughs> Shout outs to y'all. <laughs> but whoever you are, God just, just wants you to be willing to change. He's not trying to change you overnight. He He wants you. He wants to teach you why change is good. He wants to show you and allow you to learn how you can be better, How how much how much more of a, a greater calling you have on your life. And he doesn't he doesn't want you to become complacent. He doesn't want you to settle with, you know, just being a great mother or a great father. Like you are so deserving of so much more when you but you you have to come as who you are first or he can't reach you because you're not coming as who you are. Yes. And when you when you get that that moment of just coming as who you are, not the keep repeating it but that's so important because so many people haven't haven't done it yet and we mm-hmm. we wear masks like we've all worn a mask and and come to him as you know these shells and, and we're trying to get a breakthrough but you know even even God isn't going to try and break through a shell because he's a he's a he's a god of free will so he's not going to break down a shell even though you don't want it to be broken down because there's something that he needs to hit you with. There's a certain seed that he needs to hit that shell to break it, to allow it to seep in to who we like, who we are. That it, like you know that's exposed. And I'm not gonna get into metaphors and theories <laughs> so much because I know, you know. He has a, a lot of metaphors, but no, I think you brought up a lot of interesting points. Like I, I love the fact that number one, you mentioned like your story is completely different, yeah. and I think that's amazing that you highlighted that and that was your way of getting closer to God was a space of creativity. So for anyone that is listening, like I want you to realize that it can happen for you in different ways. You may be listening. You may not be a Christian. You may just be curious. You may already be a Christian, but don't devalue, you know, what you've been through, whatever it was that kind of brought you to that point. 
that's great. And if you're not at that point yet, you know, don't look, don't expect for it to look a certain way is my point. Yeah. It can come in different ways. And I think you, you bring up another interesting point of um, going to God as you were. You didn't, you didn't try and change yourself prior to saying like, okay, I'm going to start this relationship now. So let me try to be the perfect image that, you know, people in the church want me to be, or maybe this is the way I should be now because I'm, I'm having this walk. You decided that, no, like I'm still going to be myself. And I also think that that's really important to highlight also, because especially if you grew up in a stereotypical, like black church, you see one type of thing. You see the older people, you see maybe the people that go to church, but everyone kind of looks the same. Everyone is, you know, fairly modest and not to say there's anything wrong with dressing modest or like, but you know, you don't really see tattoos or piercings or creativity. Everyone's kind of just like, in this mold and not to say that's not really them but for people who don't look like that it can be intimidating it can make you think well I'm not good enough to go to church or I'm not I'm not dressed a certain way to be in church or I have too many tattoos and I wear my hair in an afro and I have you know I like to dress differently so people may judge me just from for walking in there and I think that that's a huge misconception is that you have to realize that it's not about what other people think of you. It's about in that space when you're at church, it's about fellowship and it's about understanding more about the word of God. It's about those two things. So it's not really about what you're wearing, what you look like. And of course, people are going to judge. But a huge thing that you touched on earlier that stood out to me was not making it about yourself. Don't make the experience of learning about God and spending time with God and going to church, because obviously that's a huge part of being a Christian. Don't make that about yourself. If you take yourself out of the equation, it makes it a lot easier to deal with those thoughts in your mind telling you that people are judging you. Did you want to add anything to that? No, I think you you really um, touched on it well. Sorry, go ahead, Pat. It really is just about what we touched on earlier too is just being willing. Like yes. you you have to be willing to to just wanna seek that. Like mm. just a just a small you know, is according to the Bible it's written that a um the faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Mm-hmm. So that's just a, a metaphor for just even the small smallest amount of a willing heart. It can do wonders for you. Exactly. It, it can do so much just to just to you know just to seek something that can help the spirit and soul grow. It's so important for us. It really is, and in all of us, like we all as humans, you know, we tend to sometimes get swept away in the out uh, of the, the flesh. But we have to become willing for our spirit. We have to become willing for our souls in order for our flesh to, to grow more honestly. Mm-hmm. And just as much as we feed our flesh, we have to feed our spirit. We have to feed our souls or our growth is, is stumped. Mm-hmm. We we won't go as far as we can. And some people become amazing people, even the people that you see on TV screens and are making these, you know, buco monies, uh, buco money and, and, you know, things like that. That doesn't represent growth. That mm-hmm. doesn't represent success, because just as much as those you know amazing things that they have, and 
you know, from the outside, it looks like they're living uh, amazing. And shout outs to those people who are. Whoop, whoop. See you at the top soon. You know, we we really have to get back to, like, you know, food for thought for our spirit and our and our soul. And it's just it all starts with coming as you are, so you so you can really hear the things that you need to hear. Like when you come as you are, you it seeps in differently. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I'm trying to be careful with how I word things because I I'll admit I can get real, <laughs> you know, just pastory sometimes. <laughs> but it just seeps in different. It's like when you it's like going to school. When you go to school excited to learn and and you know it's like oh man I can't wait to go to this class because you know, you like the way it's taught or the information, it like it just gravitates towards you. It's the same way when you go to a, a church with that same type of energy and, and willingness to learn, it seeps in differently. You understand it differently. And and I definitely suggest finding a church that you like. You know, like nobody says it has to be a local church because everybody goes there, you know mm-hmm. people there. Go to a church where you can relate to, to the message and understand it in the way that helps you. Yes. There are, especially if you're from Patterson, New Jersey, there are churches on every other corner. Every, if you're from any black neighborhood for real, in the world, like, there's churches on every corner. <laughs> there, are, like, there really are. And just, you know, just take your time. Have that willing heart. Nobody's saying every Sunday, go to a new church every Sunday. Or just have a willing heart to to understand that, all right, I'm, it's not going to be a perfect route and I'm not going to hit church every single Sunday. But I am going to be willing mm-hmm. to, to take that step and learn. And God sees that and he appreciates it. And it is also written that if you take one step toward him, he'll take three. And then sometimes it feels like a thousand. Mm-hmm. And just willingness. I think that is a great um, point. Um, we're definitely going to make a part two to this. Because yeah. we don't want to make this too long. want to make it an easy listen. But I do want to kind of share a major point that we touched on, which is kind of like the first misconception of being a Christian, which is um, you don't have to be perfect. You just need to have a willing heart. So if that's the one thing that you take away from this, take away that, remember it, and understand that you don't have to be perfect to start this walk. Um, During the um, next episode of this podcast, um, we're going to touch on basically the misconceptions of feeling like you have to follow too many rules and shifting the focus from what you're losing to what you're gaining. Um, So those are kind of the things that we're going to touch on in the part two. So if you're interested, make sure you come back and listen to that portion. Um, But thank you guys for being here, for listening. We appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And um, this is your first step of willingness. (laughs) Exactly. This is your first step of having a willing heart. This is it right here. So if you made it to the end, you're a real MVP. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, share it. Share this with a friend that you think may may need it. We appreciate you. And we hope that you have an amazing day. Peace (laughs) into the world.